Okay, it's what model for toys, it's not three, buddy. It's a part of her. A plan. Y'all know. The camera been rolling. Hey guys, we are here. Welcome back, welcome back. First interview in nine months, or six months. Who do we have here? Angel. Now you gotta talk loud, man. Come on, man. I got coffee. We got a finessing queen, aka Angel. Mmm, talk about it. Where you from? We here now. Let's go. I'm from Sacramento, California. New York for 18 years. Mmm, okay. Mm. Well, come on, man. Don't be bashful. <laughs> the camera is on. We are here. Talk about it, sir. 18, Angel. Are you an angel? Yeah, I can be at times. Uh, we got to talk about it. Okay, so Sacramento, born and raised. Yeah. Look, man, we're going to go for it. Born and raised, Sacramento. How was that? It's pretty cool. I mean, I feel like I've been out here for too long. I'm ready for something else new. But, yeah, pretty much I like it. I like the environment. It's pretty positive and keep me going. It's a clean environment. But my family originated from Oakland, so I feel like, you know, it feels good to be in Sacramento, knowing their backstory. Bay Area. I'm San Francisco, yeah. so I already know how it go. So what was it, how old were you when you moved here? Or were you? Right when I was born, I was moved here, but I have six brothers that was from Oakland and my whole family's from Oakland, but I'm from here. Do you go there often? Yeah, for like family events or just showcases. If they call me out, I go out there for my brand, so. Showcases, what does that mean for the people who don't know? For your brand, wait a minute, you're going too fast. <laughs> That's just, okay, so showcases brand. You have a brand? Yes, I have a clothing brand, it's called Remain Humble Clothing. It's my merch right here. I've been doing it for three years now. And a showcase is pretty much like you get called out and it's like a lot of vendors in one building. And part of the show is a fashion show where you pick five models and they come out and like walk and do your merch. What made you get into this? Um, well, originally I, I'm a basketball player. I've been doing it for like, ever since I was six years old. Mm. So I kind of see myself not like succeeding with it. After playing for Sheldon High, I felt myself not going nowhere. So one day I just had a conversation with my aunt, like, I need another backup plan. I need plan B. So, and I know I'm into fashion, so that's where it came up at, like, let's start a clothing brand. And so we came up with a couple of names and stuff, and we used, we got the word humble. That's where my brand came from, remain humble. And my uncle always used the word humble. So we just put that all into one and just made that pretty much a brand. And my thought was, like, I want to do it to where everybody could wear it everyone could be able to rock the name and stuff like that. Basically like something that everyone could wear, a positive name that could bring positivity because everyone always want like negative stuff or, you know, advertising drugs and stuff like that. So I wanted to bring something positive to the environment. And so that's where we came with Remain Humble. And the same day I was supposed to drop my clothing brand, that's when my uncle passed away. Mm -hmm. So ever since then, I've just been keeping going with a clothing brand called Remain Humble Clothing. So yeah. How hard is it to promote positivity? It's pretty hard when you're around negativity, but if you're around the right people, then it's not hard to promote positive stuff. Like, it's just who you surround yourself by. And your uncle, it sounds like he was really inspiring to you. Yeah, he was really inspiring because he did a lot of time in prison and stuff, and he always remained humble no matter what the situation was. So that kind of, like, showed me the way. And plus, it's like, I've always been big-headed and spoiled with everything, so it also helped me level myself out with humbling myself. How old are you again? 19. Unbelievable. But I started when I was 16, going on 17, and he died when I was like 17, going on 18. So, yeah. 
So your support, you sound like you have a lot of support behind you. Mm, yeah, I got a lot of support after he passed away, but like it hasn't been the same support. I feel like with him being around, it will probably have more support and like, I don't know, I'd probably push harder if he was more around because I know I'm doing it mainly for him and for myself. So I feel like I'll go harder and have more support. But starting the process, it was kind of hard and I was starting by myself, believe it or not, when I was like 17, 18. Those two years, solid years, I would just sit in a room, just contemplating for a new plan, a new, like, how can I level up? How can I be up? How can I make it? Like, I don't want the fame, but I just want to be straight. And so those two years, I was going hard by myself. Like, I had the support, but as far as, like, financial support, I had it, like, by myself. I just kept working and kept finding a way how to get another dollar to invest in my brand. So, yeah. It sounds so crazy at 16. Like, you didn't think, all right, you know what, Walmart's hiring, minimum wage is going up, I can just work at Walmart. Yeah, well, at that time, I was working at Wendy's, but, like, it wasn't good enough. Like, I always felt like I need another plan. Like, I need to just keep going. Like, I can't stop at one plan. And my mom always taught me never stop at the stop sign. Like, think past it and, you know, have another plan, more than one plan. So I just needed another plan, and that was my backup plan. And after I stopped working at Wendy's, my brand, I was going hard, and I was getting recognized and just going, going on. And then that's when I just now got another job at Safeway because I'm like, you know, you need that support, that financial support, whether you think you got it or not, you still need that support, you know. So that's why I got a job at Safeways now. At 16, what, you're still in high school, yeah? At 16? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, that's so weird to me, because I feel like 16-year-olds are just going to parties and kickbacks yeah. and all that. Like, did you get caught up in any of that type of stuff? Nope, I've never been the type of person to like party or like drink or smoke, you know. It's a time where everybody tries something, but I had figured out like that wasn't for me. So that's the good part about me is that I know that wasn't for me. So I just kept going on and stuff. Parties and all that, I put it to the side and to do something else with myself. I, I always set myself up for higher standards to be different than everybody else. And I know that's what every teenager main goal is to like party and do this and that just to fit in. And I didn't want to feel like I need to fit in to do that. So I didn't get caught up with any of that type of stuff. Partying was never my thing. Did you have friends? I had friends, but I had a lot of people that turned a lot because I always had like a good heart and always gave out and stuff. And I felt like people always wanted to be friends with me because of the popularity or because of what I had and stuff. So I never really had a true real friend like to say like, yeah, they got me. So I always was mainly with my, like to myself and stuff. So. So at 16, you said, you know what, basketball may not be for me. How hard was that for you to, like, accept? Mm, it was pretty hard because I, that's all I knew was basketball since I was, like, six, seven. That's all I knew, and I did a little bit of gymnastics. I tried a little bit of everything, but I know basketball was something that was my go-to. Like, if I was stressing or feeling down, I know that basketball had my back no matter what. Like, I could just go to the court and just, you know, freestyle it. Cause I, and I always been a shooter, so I knew, like, once I throw it up, I know it's gonna go in. Like it never, like I never doubted basketball. So it was kind of hard, but I knew that I needed another plan. I knew that, you know, like not everyone's gonna make it to one man NBA or NBA. So I just thought bigger and better and stuff. So that's where I came up with having a clothing brand and stuff. So now that's my go-to. That's so interesting to me to think that. I don't know, because I still think I could play basketball today, but like I know I can't make it in the NBA, so <laughs> it's not going to happen for me, but I still feel like I could. Yeah. Do you wish you would have like tried a little harder for that? 
in a way, yes, but I feel like, like I said, the environment is what matters sometimes. And going to Sheldon High School, like, no shade to Sheldon, like, you know, they did help me out, but like, I feel like they didn't work as a team, and that's what's important to me, working as a team, building each other up, and not so for you, you, and you. It should be us together. And so I, I felt like my happiness was more important. So maybe if I went to a different high school and the options that other people wanted me and stuff like that, I should have just took that. But, you know, I have no regrets at all. Right. But I don't know if I kept going and kept trying that I could have made it further and stuff. And I do sometimes regret it, but then it's like, Holding on regrets is not going to get me anywhere, so I'm just going on with my brand, you know, trying to make the best of that now. So, yeah. The, the day you started, 16, I want to do the clothing, how hard was that for you? Because, I mean, um, you have to put all your money yeah. into it, your time, yeah. you know, so what was that like? Well, starting the process and going through the process wasn't as hard, so I thought I would have my uncle to help and support me and stuff, so I never would have thought, oh, I would have lost my uncle, you know, so... The process was easy. I just knew that I had to do the footwork. No one else would do it for me but myself. So, like, just standing up late night, putting all their effort into it. I know, it's a flat. So the process, boom. Uh, with putting all your money into that, are you able to uh, buy the other things that you want? Like, how hard is it? Because I see you have the jewelry. You have nice shoes. They're clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How hard is that uh, to say, you know what, skip these shoes that come out on Saturday. Mm. I need to put my business first. That's another thing. I thought it would be super hard because I always meant to, like I said, fashion and stuff. Always want the new pair of Jordans. Always had the new pair of Jordans and stuff. So that's where the big cater part came in at. So I knew I had to level it out. So we're having the brand called Remain Humble. It's like I feel so humble to where like that stuff doesn't matter anymore and like material stuff don't matter any, like to me no more. That's all I knew was material stuff. So I'm like material, material, material. So now that I have the brand, it's like that's all I got. That's all I need. I don't really need the new shoes to prove a point. I don't need the new clothes to prove a point. So it's not really hard, you know, like leveling out. But if I do want a new pair of shoes, I'll get it. But it's not like all the time when a new pair of shoes coming out and stuff like that. So. It's not really hard, but if I want it, I'm going to go and get it. That's just my mindset. Even if I got to scramble for it, I'm going to get it. So it's not really hard. Right. And as far as names, did you have any names that you were like, ah, this might be it. And then it was like, ah, I like this one better. Like, like everybody has a first, you know. Uh... Not really, because like I said, having the conversation with my aunt and stuff, like, well, you're big headed and stuff, let's find a name that could level you out. And my uncle are always using the name, but me bringing it to like reality, right. it wasn't really hard. The hardest part was like, you know, coming up with a name to go with Humble because it's like another brand called Stay Humble. So I was like, I need another name to like kind of match it, but make it different. So that's where I came up with Remain and Humble together. And I didn't want the name just to be like Humble, you know, like right. Humble Clothing, you know, so. Do you, do you stop at clothing or do you go branch out and do something else like styling and... Well, yeah, recently I just started like branding. Like if people reach out to me like, hey, how does this look and stuff? Or recently I have like a mannequin and I like dress it up and stuff. And I'm planning on like making a page and just posting on my mannequin, like just dressing up with different styles and stuff. So that could give me another outlook and stuff. If people like out my style, they'll reach out to me and I'm willing to do whatever. So yeah, but most, most of it is like, just remain humble for right now. Yeah. And being that you said, you know, Sacramento, you've, you've, you've been there, done that. Where would be the next step for you? 
as far as location? Mm. As far as location, I would say like Texas because I know everyone wants to go to Hollywood or LA and make it. So I feel like Texas will be something different that I can make myself, you know, be known and be different. Like I want to make it about somewhere that someone can't really say, oh, I made a body here. The same common thing. So I say Texas. And I know a lot of people say Atlanta. I want to say Atlanta too. But like I said, I set myself for a higher standard. So Texas will be my next step. Sounds like you just go against the grain with a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people that like just want to be like other people and just do the same thing as other people instead of doing what they want to do, you know. And that's where I come with the heart. I just be hard on myself and I'm really stubborn. So once I know I want something different, I'm going to go for it. So I just try to, you know, stand out more than other people. So there's no competition, but just like I just want to stand out in my own type of way and be recognized and stuff. Because I'm kind of tired of being in Sacramento with the same type of mindset or everybody look at each other the same exact way and stuff. It's kind of hard for African-Americans to make it too. So that's another reason why I just want to be different all the time. Have you been faced with any type of racism or anything like that, trying to get your brand to the next level? Mm. Or even sexism, being a woman? Um, no. Like, yes, they don't. Like, like far as, like, my family, like, my brothers and stuff, like, for me, because I'm the only girl out of six, I mm -hmm. kind of think they sometimes doubt me, like, you know, because I'm a girl. Like, oh, she's just a girl. She's just a girl. And she don't know what she's talking about and stuff and kind of see me as like oh i can't make it as what i want to be you know so right. that but far as like being like judged for my race no i haven't really been judged for my race and my brand because like i said the name is like remain humble so it's kind of hard to go against being remain humble everybody needs to remain humble at some point right so i feel like i get a lot of support from all races actually more than my own race if you let me tell it like so yeah how does that make you feel mm -hmm. <laughs> It kind of, it actually makes me go harder, like, negative stuff makes me go harder, but it's like, damn, like, how can I, how can my own race, you know, not support, you know, me? Like, they say, like, support black-owned businesses, but I feel like other races have supported more than black people supported my brand and stuff. So, what yeah. does support look like to you, though? Is that just mm -hmm. like, oh, that's a nice, it looks nice, or is support? Like it don't really necessarily have to be like, oh, I'm gonna buy your stuff, that support. It could be, you could check up on me, you could hit me up, hey, how's your business going, you know? You can ask, you could check up on me. It don't have to be just buy my brand, because I still, you know, I still respect the people that bought my brand, like my brand, don't like my brand anymore. So support is just like that, you know, checking up on me pretty much. I, I, I respect that more than buying my brand, because sometimes you could go buy something or have something and don't even be genuine. So the genuine love is like what I consider support pretty much is it easier to see who isn't supporting with social media now because I mean you could post something and you know you have a million friends in real life but yeah. only three people actually yeah <laughs> like, like how does that work for you um actually yes that's that's my main thing too it's like how do I have this many followers 3k followers 4k followers and I'm only getting like 100 or 200 maybe 300 likes and then it's like far as videos, how am I have like how do I have this much but I'm only getting like two hundred, you know, likes or views. It's right. like that shows a lot, you know, and it's like dang, like what am I not doing right? But yeah, social media it shows it all. Like the support does show on social media. Does it uh does it help you to know like the people who say in the real world and then you see them actually match it on social media, how does that make you feel like, all right, they real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Um like I said, like, just the genuine support is everything to me, you know. So, 
the social media does show and I kind of do sometimes based it off social media, mm. but I try not to think negative first because it's easy to just be like, oh, then I'll support you, you know, forget them. But it's like not everybody gonna like the same thing as you. So I don't try to base everything off social media, but social media does show true colors for sure. And you're the only girl with 75 brothers. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> um, 75, yes, that's how it feels. Um, it's kind of hard, like, Everyone be like, you know, I, I, don't, I just don't like how everyone always be like, oh, you got six brothers. Oh, my gosh, you're spoiled. You know, everyone goes into going straight for that instead of like, dang, like, you know, like asking me, like, how does it feel? Like how you just asked. I feel like it's really hard. Sometimes I feel like I don't have the support that I should have from six brothers. You know, like, yeah, it's a big amount of number, but they're more security than like, I love you type stuff. Like, let's spend time and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard. I always feel like alone. Believe it or not, I feel like I'm alone with six brothers sometimes. And like, with me having six brothers, I know that's all what my mom knew. So sometimes I feel like I'm just alone a lot. Like, and she goes hard on me. I'm like, you know, I gotta remind her. Like, you know, I'm not a boy. I'm, them, those are my brothers. <laughs> Our story's not the same story and stuff. And my brothers, they love to always talk about how they had stuff. Um, they didn't have things that I have now, you know, and it's like, it's a new mi millennium now. So it's like, I'm not gonna have the same struggle that you had. And I'm in Sacramento, they remind you, there was in Oakland. So it's like, we don't have the same story. I can't, you know, badge myself for not having the same story as them. So my thing is like, I don't know. I just feel alone sometimes. And I just feel like the only kid, if you ask me, like, I how really you, feel like I have six brothers. How do you process that? Because I mean, you are young and to feel alone, yeah. you know, like, what is that like for you? Mm. Well, for a long time, I never really paid attention to it because I'm like, yeah, you know, they love me. Yeah, yeah. And I always like been big on like needing someone by my side, like, oh, friendship, friendship. I always wanted friends and stuff. So that was more of my focus. So I never really paid attention to my brothers, like not being there for me how they should until friends start disappearing and I'm like okay well maybe i could go to my family i got six brothers let me try this out so it didn't work out so that's where it came into like i really don't have my brothers that's when i start realizing stuff so the process is like at first it was like it's whatever but now it starts to hit and it's just like dang like who do i got you know like so now it's like i got myself that's how i feel how hard is that for you to like solely depend on yourself Cause, I mean, you give up on yourself, you pretty much die. Give up on everything, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm so used to it now to where it's like, I know that all I got is myself. So I just keep pushing and just depend on myself. I don't, I don't depend on other people, you know. Mom is whispering right now and the mic is going to hear it. Just in case anyone is listening, <laughs> <laughs> you may hear the whisper. Uh, mom, how was mom in life for you? Like she said, she's supportive, yes, but like, you know, teenagers don't like going to their parents all the time for everything, you know, and like I said, my mom's so hard on us, like, you can do it, you can do it, and sometimes it's like, mom, I can't do it, so it's like, but she don't, she just like have high expectations of what we can do and what we can't do, and sometimes she gets controlling, but I guess that's part of, you know, how moms are, but she's good and supportive, but. Like I said, we don't always want to go to our parents for everything. So my siblings, I feel like they should be there for me. It shouldn't always have to be mom, mom, mom. And I always been, always go to my mom for everything. It's not, it's never been my dad. Like I always, all I know is my mom. Like not because, oh, he don't want to be on my life, but because that's all I know is like my mom, so. Was your dad ever in your life like that? 
yeah, when I was younger, he was around, you know, he always tried to have the, put the effort into being in my life, but he's so up and down and bipolar to where it's like, I'm the type, once you steer me the wrong way, that's like it. I don't like, deal with me or don't deal with me, that's just how I am, so. All I know is my mom, it doesn't bother me, it don't affect me, and pretty cool with how it is. How do you view men? Mm. How I view men, that's a hard question. Yes, yeah, so this is what you're here <laughs> for. Uh, um, this is what you're gonna get. Yeah. How do I view men? Well, um, like, like my six brothers, I don't view them as men sometimes. Like, for example, because those are my only men in my life, so I don't really view them as men. So, I really don't have a say on how I view men at all. Like, I don't really pay attention to them. I be in my own world. Like, so do you think you need that? Like, you. Support. Are you needed that? Or just a male role model figure in your life? Because obviously you had mom, so... Yes, I had my... Like I said, like I feel like I always had my uncle, whether he did this much time in jail, but I always felt like it was genuine. So mm -hmm. that's my role model. I always look back at what he would have done and how he was a man and stuff like that. But he's not here no more, so it's like... There's no one really I could say, you know, like... Or depend on as far as a man, because he's not here no more. Right. So men in my life is like... He's not here, he's gone, you know. So it's like, I gotta move on and just do for me. So, I only depend on men. Having that type of uh, man in your life, is it really hard to trust any other man? Yes. It's hard. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I have a stepdad as well. And, like, I feel like he's, uh, he, he's around, you know, he's a man, of course. But, like, I feel like he not like a man either like you know it's like i feel like he not no one will ever be as strong as my uncle no one will ever step up to the plate and be like men do authority females do emotion so it's like i just i don't know like my mom like i said she's so hard to where it's like that's like my mom and dad you know mm. in a way so it's like she take both roles to where i don't have to worry about that i don't really feel that part how hard is it to to, man, you got so much. I have so many questions, man. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, you dating? How like mm -hmm. what does that look like? Nothing. Just focused on myself. Like I dated yes in the past. You know, had a few boyfriends, but I'm like I gotta focus on myself because I can't really multitask with a lot. When I want to accomplish something, I feel like sometimes relationships is in the way. Kind of, and I don't want to make that excuse. Like, oh, I can't date right now because, you know, this is that. So I'd rather just stay distant instead of hurting someone. So I'd rather just let it be and just go with the flow. Stay out the DMs, guys. She doesn't <laughs> want you. Just leave her alone unless you're trying to brand and work and do things. Right. If you have a plan or a goal, then I'm willing, you know, let's put it together. Let's make something happen. But other than that, I'm focused on myself. And it's been that way for a while now. Last time I dated is like ninth grade 10th grade and that's that and now i'm like graduated so yeah wow <laughs> but like i talk you know yeah. like, but as far as like something serious and stuff, oh this is my man this one i'm focused on no what does a man look like to you because you said uh women deal with emotions men is more like the authority mm -hmm. type so like if you were to say this is what a man is what is that pretty much take charge, like handle what you have to handle and just, you know, like I shouldn't have to tell you what I want. You should already know, like I shouldn't have to, you know, go down the line of what this and this, this should be. It just should be set, plan and 
you should just take charge, like pretty much take charge is a big thing that I feel like a man should do. And it, a lot of boys, men, you know, they don't do that nowadays. So it's kind of hard to really, you know, say, but pretty much take charge. Would you let a man do that? Take charge? <laughs> here we go. <laughs> this is what we're here for. Yes. <laughs> Here's you're this independent woman. <laughs> and now a man wants to, hey, you know what? I like red, but we're going to do blue. Right. You rolling? <laughs> And that's the hard part. Like, I'm so set on, like, you know, I'm good with myself. Right. And focused on my dream. I want to accomplish my goal and stuff to where it's like, I'm, and I'm stubborn, like I said, so it's kind of hard. But if they put the effort in, you know, of course, I'm not going to be that hard up. But it will be hard for me to just to a man telling me this is what it's going to be, you know. You sound like you just have it all planned out. Yeah. 16, what is this? Okay. <laughs> So, we're 19 now. Yeah. Five years from now, what does that look like for you? Mm, five years from now, I see myself, like, branding for, branding myself for, like, maybe, like, collabing with a lot of celebrities and just being up. And then I see myself throwing in my music. So that You do thing. music. Yeah. yeah, she just tried to, like, sneak <laughs> that in. Yeah. No, you do music, too? Yeah, I do. <laughs> come, on, come on, man, this yeah. is for you. I do music. Okay, rap, sing. I, I, I rap, like, on my off time and stuff. Or if I'm just going through the house and a beat is on our songs, I just rap and I just, just throw it off. Or if I'm feeling some type of way, I kind of put my emotions and feelings into music. But i never really been serious about it and just, like, got in the studio. But I have plans to hop in the studio. But I want to brand myself first since I'm kind of already out there. Right. And then I'll, like, sneak the music in. So I'll just be up, like, you know, like, Basically, I do a lot of things. It's like, how could you not want to, you know, choose me? I do this, I do that. I want to be able to, you know, do that. I want to be the go-to for everyone. Like, oh, she does music. We could go to her. Right. She does brands. I could go to her. You know, she plays basketball. We could throw her in a tournament. Just anything, you know. So. What yeah. is your music content? Are we doing what Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B? Oh, uh, no. No, I'm dead. <laughs> the questions <laughs> yeah no and that's that's one thing i i don't really listen to like no i like her music and stuff i like cardi b's and all that but like i said i'm like a closed off person and stuff like i'm not like an open person like as far as like you know like well, how i carry myself so all that ratchet type music content all, i don't really like that type of stuff i like more of the meek mill the low dirt type of future type music you know i like stuff like that speaking real stuff and then like i said my uncle he's a big inspiration from oakland and like so i just go based off of the real music what can help me out and stuff because i'm starting to pay close attention to like the lyrics and stuff like that but i used to just listen to music just because i liked it but now i'm starting to feel like it's a meaning to everything so right. music is more so like yeah like luchi stuff like that more of that type of stuff like how i'm feeling type yeah how i'm trying to level up and be great so. Let's say a guy says, hey, you know what? You rap about this, you rap about that, we'll put you on, all the money's invested in you. Are you doing it? Let's talk sex, let's talk scamming, <laughs> let's talk all of these things that you are may you may not be about. Um, no. I wouldn't take the opportunity. For the money! Everything's not always about the money, and that's what I'm learning. Like yeah money make the world go around but it's like money's not everything you know and 
I wouldn't want to step out my character if that's what I'm kind of comfortable with. I wouldn't want to promote otherwise, really. Like I would like, like I said, I'm all about positive and trying to just influence the community to do something different. So many people want to influence like the sex and all that type of stuff and rapping and just everything, like you know. So I wouldn't want to really like do that. So I'll say no to that. How big are you on reputation? Because it sounds like you... Big. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Capital B. Yeah. Um, I'm big on reputation because it's like, I'm so used to people judging me and seeing me as for what I am and they don't really know me, you know? So I'm big on reputation and stuff. Like, always been judged for, oh, she's spoiled. Oh, she got this. Oh, she's good, you know? And... I learned like kind of when I was doing a little bit bad, like kind of wanted to reach out to my family, needed help. It's like, oh, you got this. Or, like, why do you need this? So it's like when people see that you got it all, that's all they know you as like, oh, you got it. You know, so reputation is big to me. And so I wouldn't want to like promote that type of stuff if that's not what I'm going for, because they're going to see me as that. Like they will change their whole perspective on just that. And people minds be set. And a lot of people just judge nowadays. So, yeah. And you would do it all on your own, man. That's crazy. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Man, this is yeah. interesting. So, when it's all said and done, as far as where you feel like success is, you hit the peak, what does that look like for you? Mm. Success. Can you ask that one more time? So, what does success look like to you? Is it money? Is it peace of mind is it never Success. being hungry again <laughs> <laughs> mm, I just want to be straight like like I said I don't want the fame but I want to be all right on a financial wise I want to be able to take care of myself and take care of my family whoever else and stuff I want to be able to give back so success is basically like being good like saying like I made it you know like I just want my brand to touch different states cities continents whatever and I just want to know, like, I did this and stuff, and it actually got somewhere. I don't want to put all this hard work into it and stuff just to fail myself. So success is just knowing that, like, I did it. So. And we don't like to think about it, but if we hit a point to where we did with basketball, and we just say, hey, you know what? I got to put the cards in and try something new. What would that be? If my brand doesn't work out. Yeah. Um, I try music. I just push harder for music. All of that doesn't work. Everything that you're planning right now stops and you have to start fresh with something new. Are we going to work? Mm, I'll go to the army. I'll go to the army and just branch off from there and just wherever it takes me, I'll just do the army because I know for sure I'll be set in the army. Whether I make it in the army, whether I not make it, I know I can still say I'm doing something that's going to put me out there and stuff. So. And arguably, we know there's a few <laughs> men in there <laughs> that may talk to you a certain yeah. type of way. How would you I do know. that? And that's the, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm learning how to like, you know, like hear other people's opinion and learning how to like accept people like if they have something to say or like judgment. I'm learning how to accept judgment, which is hard. And you know, like I said, I'm stubborn, I'm big headed, and all that. We're not big headed no more, but. I'm like really stubborn and I don't really like people telling me what to do, but I know, I know what I'm getting myself into before I do it. So I know that's something I would have to accept before I go into the army, if that's my last option. So. Would you be able to kill? Mm-mm. 
Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Let's, uh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let's rewind real quick. We going to the army. Yeah. Well, I mean, after talking to a few recruiters, they like, I don't know if they just put it in my head, but they told me like, it's based off the branch you like put yourself into. Like I could go in the army just to even be a cook or be like, just do the easiest job. And like, it wouldn't involve that. They might pull me out, but they wouldn't. They told me they wouldn't like, pull me out to something I'm not ready for if that's not what I'm trying to be, like an officer or anything like that. So, I don't know. Don't You're know. cooking in Afghanistan. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I mean... Oh, I'll try to find my way out of it. Somehow, somewhere. Like, even if I gotta give it to the gun to somebody else, like, you shoot, like, I'm not shooting, I'm not killing, like, I'm not a killer, like I said, I'm not all hood and all, like, ghetto and all that. I'm not really, I'm not a killer, and I got a good heart, so. That is a problem I would struggle with, but I'll probably just be like, here, you shoot. That is like, I wish you would have said something <laughs> earlier about this. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, you shoot. Like, oh, wow. Okay. I'll so, find my way out. Of, I'll try to find my way out of it. Even in self-defense, you couldn't do it. I just, just want to know. Self-defense, of course. That's yeah, what but, it is. I mean, yeah, but... They come I'm, in and knock down your pots and your pans, <laughs> just smash the knock out of your hand. I'm swinging. I'm not shooting. Oh, man. I'm not going to kill you for this. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm just, I don't know. Just whatever option I got, that's my last option. I'm going to use it. But I wouldn't use shooting as my first option. Like, I don't know. I'm the type. Put the guns tight. But I know that's what I'm going in for. But the recruiters, from what I heard, is like, if that's not what the type of job I want in that branch, then I don't really have to do that. At least that's what they say. So. I'm, I haven't really thought too much about that. I'm so mad you wasted this time, but that I wanted that. That would have been great. Okay, man, we're, we're hitting the time. Uh, so, if there was someone to come to you, 16, I have a dream. Mm -hmm. Could you help me? What advice could you give me to kind of take myself to the next level to make my dreams come true? What do you tell them? Um, For starting at my age, I'll just tell them, like, Basically, like, whatever you want to do, do it. Don't let someone else change your mind of what you want to do. Don't let someone tell you that you're not capable of doing something, you know. And, of course, if they want to start the same type of thing. I started off at 16. I will give them all the tips they need, like, with nothing back in return. And I just basically would tell them, like, you know, just anything is possible as long as you put your mind to it. And you just got to stay strong because it's not an easy process all the time. So you just got to keep going and just block out the negative stuff and just surround yourself around people that want to win just as well as you because when you're around people that don't want to see you win it's kind of hard to just keep pushing because like you keep getting knocked down keep getting knocked down trying to get back up so just keep striving and just do what you want to do even if someone else think it's weak long as you know that it's good and long as you believe in your talent do it so yeah Wow. Okay. Uh, we for sure got to have a part two. I'm so <laughs> mad that you... Oh, you Man, okay. I got you for the next one. So, uh, where can we get the merch? Where can we get all of the things that you... Where can we find you? Social media, all that stuff. Yeah, you can find me on all social medias. Remain Humble Clothing on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. And the link is in the bio to the website. And now I just opened up a store inside of ShopSmart in Sacramento, California. If you're out here, you could, you know, get my merch. And I'm always open to ship out orders no matter what, you know. But it is available on website and all social media. So 
Yeah. Any shout outs? This is it. We're going to close it down. Uh, uh, I just want to, I want to shout out, start off by shouting out myself for actually, you know, opening up and I want to shout you out for, you know, giving me the opportunity for the interview because like I said, I've always been a closed off person. So I appreciate the opportunity and I want to shout my mom out and my uncle. I'm going to keep going and I'm not going to stop now. It's too far. I'm too far in it to stop. And I just want to yeah, say thank you. Yeah. This is what we're here for. Thank you. Uh, part two for sure. Like, I, like, this is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All that quiet stuff. You got some I secrets. I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you again. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, until next time, we're Mouth Toys, WM14.TV. And this is my mom. Was, yeah, this is what you've been hearing in the background. <laughs> and she's also rocking the merch. Remain Make humble. sure you get it. The, yeah. the Oakland colors, too. Don't let yeah. yeah, it for you. All right, yeah. thank you again, WM4T.TV. Oh, okay, it's Wood Model for Toys, it's not three, buddy.